It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. Oh, that that intro, Brian, it is just a banger each and every Sunday. And it is. It's Sunday night. It's 8 o'clock. It is time for episode 267 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Brian, as always, it is fantastic to see you. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm doing well, Ron. I am doing well. Um, as 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 loyal fans of the show know, this past weekend I um, I had a big milestone in my life. It was my birthday. Um, Ron, thank you for the wonderful gift. Sure. Um, I turned, you know, uh, I turned 51 this year, um, which means that I'm I'm more than halfway through my expected life cycle, um, and it really put me into a, a mode of life where, you know, for the past week, I have really, you know, instead of looking forward this past week, I looked back and I realized just how fortunate I am to have a good friend like you, Ron, in my life. Well, I I appreciate your comments. It's always, you know, it's reflection, Brian. It's reflecting yeah. on those things that are special to us, like friendship, mm. like podcasts. I mean, it sure. would be, um, I think it would be heartbreaking if anything were to happen to the podcast. What are you trying to say, Ron? I'm not saying it will. I'm just uh, making a statement. Nothing can happen to the pot. It's, just... it's rock solid. It is as solid as your titanium tank. Ooh. Well, let's get rolling. Are you thirsty, Brian? Oh, so thirsty. All right. Well, let's get going with drink of drink the week. Drink of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Drink of the week, drink of the week, drink of the week. Brian, what what are you drinking this week? Ron, put a shrimp on the Barbie. That's not a knife. This is a knife. And a dango ate my baby. We're going down under this week where I have got my hands all the way from us, from South Bank, Australia, home of the Foster's Group Limited. This is Foster's Premium Ale. Uh, you know, it's it's a pale ale uh, that with a with an English style to it. It's a five point five alcohol by volume, oh, nice. with as you can see a copper color, a smooth caramel finish. It has a nicely balanced maltiness and a rich caramel notes that at, will end with a slightly sweet character. Described as an extra strong bitter style beer with a rating of only 68 from Beer Advocate, mm, containing great. 11 grams of total carbs, zero grams of fat, and 146 calories for a 12-ounce serving. Ron, this is Foster's Premium Ale. I'm only familiar with the blue can Foster's. I don't think I've ever had the green can Foster's. How is That's it? why I bought it. I saw it at the store yeah. today, and I was like, you know what? I'm drinking this. And going back for a second sip. I would have preferred the blue can. I would have preferred the lager. <laughs> right, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the maltiness. Okay. Um, which is not, and it's a little bitter. Not going to lie. Um, I give this one two thumbs down. Oh, sorry, man. Ron, 
That's okay. Ron, what did you what did you bring to the table this week? Uh, so I went back uh, to our friends. We've had them here on the show before of Weldworks Brewing Company out of Greeley, Colorado. Um, this is a little something they made specially for the summer. This is their orange creamsicle sour ale. Uh, this is meant to be kept cold. Drink now. No cellaring of this, Brian. It needs to be drank right away. And they, they brew this with vanilla, orange juice, and milk sugar. Not lactose, Brian. Mm. Milk sugar. Um, this is clocking in at a respectable 4.8%. Uh, it's got a very Ooh. citrusy hue to it. Um, very light color. Smell the orange. Right off the bat, you smell the orange. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even a little bit mm-hmm. of the vanilla. Let's, let's go down to Pound Town. I bet. I, I If I had to guess, I'm going to say you're going to love this beer. Oh, he loves it. This, you know. Oh, um, he loved it. It's one of, and again, this came uh, from our friends at Tavor, and normally I, I get like a couple of cans, which I did for this one. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. wish I had gotten more of this. That is how refreshing this is. You get the orange, you get the sweetness. Ron, if you can remind me, what is the name of this beer? This is Orange Creamsicle Sour Ale from Weldworks Brewing. Uh, if you see it, pick it up. It is a great summer beer. Um, extremely crushable, Brian. We always like to talk about our crushable beers at 4.8%. That's one that you can sit outside and definitely enjoy over and over. Well, I think also it's just the fact that, you know, it is the time of year where somebody would want to have a crushable, sweet, lovely beer. It's it's the summer, Ron. What kind of summer is it? A hot podcaster summer. Hot Podcaster Summer. Shout out to Dom. Look at this. Checking in from the airport. The man is a world traveler. Yet he's still still checking in, watching his favorite podcast. Um, Good, Dom. Uh, We wish you luck on your your world travels. Um, Travels. He's going to Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. Where uh, apparently it's not warm enough in New York, Dom sat there and said, "Hey, um, where can I go that's even warmer? Where is closer to the equator that sure, I can go sure. to and be hotter?" Ron, have you been following the um, uh, the tales of the triple digit weather in most of this country in the I south? I have been. You know, I, I do uh, as I sit and enjoy my morning coffee during the week. I do like to watch a little Al Roker. Um, mm-hmm. One because he's entertaining. Two because sure. he's on my death pool. So I like to see how his how he looks. You know, is he breathing heavy? Anything like that? Uh, but everyone has been talking about uh, the West Coast just getting slammed. Yeah. Uh, I think Texas has areas that are going on thirty one plus days of triple mm-hmm. digit uh, heat. I mean, it's it's. It's ridiculous out there. It's wild, right? Wild, wacky stuff it is. Show wild, show wild, show wacky. Um, is is? Do you think this is the climate change that everybody's been talking about? Do you believe that this is a La Nina year? Therefore, we are getting some of the warmer air uh, floating across the country. Um, what is your advice for somebody, say, in Phoenix, Arizona, who's looking at 120 degrees today? Um, well, it's a dry heat, Brian. So I would say maybe mm. just stay in the shade, hydrate, uh, find yourself some air conditioning. I think what's more concerning is the fact that uh, the ocean temperature, they've clocked the ocean temperature upwards of around 91 degrees um, in the Gulf of Mexico. So this is uh, gearing up to be quite the hurricane season as well. 
Um, Ron, would you be offended if I uh, said a prayer right now? No, I think prayer, I, I wish I could hold your hand uh, and do a prayer circle with you, but please go right ahead. Dear Lord, I know that you and I have not uh, always seen eye to eye, but uh, this year I'm hearing reports that the uh, Gulf of Mexico is dangerously warm, and we know that that's going to lead to an increased amount of hurricane activity during the 2023 hurricane season, it tends to run from June 1st until end of September. So I'm starting to think that um, if there's any way, God, that you can hear my prayers, can you please flatten the state of Florida with massive hurricanes um, all through the next couple months? I'm thinking um, we take out um, we take out the Keys first, um, then we work a little uh, possible. It's maybe we can take out Tampa, Port St. Lucie, um, you know, uh, nobody really needs the Mets minor league system, spring training complex, take that okay. shit out. Also, yeah. uh, maybe we slam through Orlando, um, save West Palm Beach for, you know, later. Um, just just basically flatten the whole fucking state. Um, Port Ritchie, um, uh, I'd like to request that. That's also obliterated by a hurricane. Um, God, you are almighty, powerful. Um, please join me. In, um, uh, in, in, in all my wishes and all my strong lovings to you. Oh God, you are so powerful, almighty. Please flatten um, the entire state of Florida with massive hurricanes this year. Um, love, Brian. Very touching. <clears throat> Only one way you Thank can you, follow Brian. up a prayer like that. Thank you. Beef of the week. Ron and Brian's Beef of the Week. Brian, what's bothering you this week? Um, what's bothering me this week are uh, specifically uh, the couple that were sitting behind me at the uh, showing of the new Mission Impossible movie uh, oh. that I saw at the Lincoln Center Movie Theater earlier this afternoon. And why is that, Brian? What What is it about them that bothered you? Oh, because she dropped her phone um, halfway through the movie. And then the two of them could not find the phone because uh, uh, there really was not a lot of leg room in that row. So uh, he uh, basically got mad at her and you could hear him bitching throughout the movie as the movie was um, going. Anytime there was a lull, you'd hear him, do you lose a phone? <laughs> Literally. Like, and it just kept going on and on. Um, and uh, I found it distracting. And at multiple at multiple times during the movies, it's, my, my seat was squeaking. Um, I sat there wondering to myself, now I understand why I don't go to the movies very often. Did you did you do the because I know, Lord knows you weren't going to confront this individual, but did no. you at times do the little look back over the shoulder just to be like, I wanted to, but my lady did. Oh, she turned. Oh, oh she sure. turned. I've, the, oh, she definitely did. Yeah, I'm, sure 100%. I'm sure she locked eyes on the guy. Like, uh, no yes. fear. No fear yeah, yeah. in her game. Oh, no, no, no. Well, that's because she knows she's got me yeah, to right. um, to basically uh, get into any kind of physical altercation if one were to arrive. back in her head. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that that is my beef of the week, which is actually, when you think about it, um, I had a pretty good week. Altogether, not too bad. To be a, yeah, bad. to be able to say that that was the biggest thing that complained. 
Um, also, a, a, a subset of that complaint, just so fucking loud. Um, uh, obviously, Mission Impossible is an action movie, so there's car chases, there's fight scenes. It was just unnecessarily loud. Like, they could have taken it down 10 de- Like, the fact that my Apple Watch gave me a warning about how loud it was in the theater, yeah. that speaks volumes. Get maybe, it? Maybe it was a little too. That, uh, it was a, that was a good pun. Thank you. You know, Ron, my whole my whole point in life in this life is just to entertain you. I understand. You do a very good job. Ron. Yes. What's bothering you? Uh so this week, Brian, my beef is with the uh the previous owner of our house. And this is this is a beef that pops up every now and then. He uh mm-hmm. he apparently mm-hmm. fancied himself a handyman. Uh he apparently okay. owned some apartments, would do all the work at his apartments himself. And Every bit of work that he has done here, whenever we've had to have work done and and professionals come in and they look at it, they're always like, why why did the last guy do it like this? Like literally every single time. What's going on with that? So uh, this past past weekend, uh, a friend of the podcast, Matt, came over uh, to give some Mm -hmm, assistance mm -hmm. with installing new uh, HVAC uh, splits in the third floor. Because when my baby Mm -hmm. boy Brian comes to stay... He needs to be either chilly or hot, depending on sure. the weather temperature. So we needed that sure. up there. And, and again, um, now it has become a, a much more uh, intricate project uh, because oh. of the way everything was kind of run. Like literally we had at one point, uh, we were going through all of the switches on the electrical panel because they weren't mm-hmm. labeled as to what was connected to the old AC units. And found out that the the one of the AC units on the third floor is actually connected to the electrical right here in this office that I use. Yeah, the wire, especially of an older home. I know that you've got what is that? That was originally built in seventeen forty three, I believe. You uh, mentioned roughly, once. Roughly, it's it's yeah. hundred and it's hundred and one years old now. The electrical wiring can get very um, how do I say um, inventive in terms of uh, you know it, it it's it's one of those. Uh, Band-Aid over Band-Aid over Band-Aid. And, you know, you're looking at uh, uh, you're starting from scratch, basically, in so many well, different ways. that's what ways. we're doing. So we'll be running we'll be running, we'll be running some, uh, some, but don't worry. By the next time you come down here, uh, it'll be nice and cool up there for you. You'll sleep like a baby. All I need is an invitation, Ron. Haven't had one of those in a while. Well, you know, it's uh, it's been a busy summer. And why? Why, Brian, has it been a busy summer? Hot Podcaster Summer. Uh, uh. Exactly. Attending all of the hot podcast or summer events uh, gets very, uh, very crazy. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Brian, uh, why don't we get into stories of the week? We always like to grab some stories and make sure uh, they don't fall through the cracks. Uh, Brian, what is the story that you are bringing to the table uh, tonight? My story goes, um, uh, takes me all the way to Rome, Italy, Italia, where a, um, the fifth criminal section of the court of Rome recently acquitted a 66 year old janitor who was accused of putting his hand down a female student's pants and touching her buttocks in April of 2022. Um, Italian citizens are furious over the judge's ruling in the sexual assault case um, as uh, the judge has basically um, used the grounds 
that the incident lasted less than 10 seconds, so therefore could not have warranted the criminal charge of sexual assault. What happened was the teenager was walking down a flight of stairs at her Rome high school when Antonio Avola, um, I think he made me a pizza a couple weeks ago here in Queens, um, where um, he allegedly slid his hand inside of her underwear. When the 17-year-old turned and confronted Avola, he replied, come on, love. Well, he said it in Italian. So he was like, oh, come on, love. You know I'm only a joking, according to the uh, Euronews. Um, he was charged with sexual assault. However, the judge denied the prosecutor's request for a four-year prison sentence since the groping had, quote, only lasted between five and ten seconds, and that his hand had not lingered down her underwear. Um, and and I'm going to say this to you. First off, holy fuck, um, uh, <laughs> what is going on in Italy if this is their judicial system? But one thing that Italians have have done, and I, I you know, one of the it, so many times the internet has brought out the worst of humanity. Um, however. In, especially social media has just absolutely ruined us. Um, however, in some ways, it has given um, some some really clever people a great way to speak their voice and show their outrage. As um, a current trend on Italian social medias, the TikToks, the uh, Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitches, the, the YouTubes, the threads. Um, is the it, Italians are taking videos of themselves um, uh, groping themselves. So they'll just sit there and like, you know, cup their breasts or, or whatnot. And they do it for 10 seconds just to show the viewer exactly how long 10 seconds is and how this judge truly doesn't understand how much can happen in a 10 second um, time span. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you are out there, if you're interested, go on to social media. I believe the hashtag they're using is um, hashtag one zero secondi, S-E-C-O-N-D-I. That's one zero S-E-C-O-N-D-I. Another hashtag they're using is Ron and Brian podcast, um, just all over Italian social media. But that is my story of the week is the Italian social media. Media has been taken over by people just outraged that a school janitor has been um, basically given a, a light slap on the wrist for sliding his hand down a um, young woman's pants. Ron feels a little bit problematic. <clears throat> a little bit. What story are you bringing to the table that's going to highlight social um, outrage? Uh, so my story this week, Brian, uh, the longtime sheriff of a Mississippi county uh, allegedly sexually assaulted dozens of inmates and arrestees uh, during his three decade career. Uh, this is Clay County Sheriff Eddie Scott. Um, he has been the subject of numerous sexual exploitation allegations since taking office in 2012, uh, but continues to head up the department more than a decade later. Uh, Scott's accusers claim that the powerful law enforcement leader coerced them into a sexual relationship and retaliated against them when they threatened to come forward with the alleged abuse. Um, a, there is an unidentified 26-year-old woman who accused Scott of driving her to a hog farm to have sex in his patrol car on at least five occasions in 2009 as part of a promise he would use his influence to keep her out of prison. Um, he, uh, he, sent, uh, he wrote to her in prison. 
um, and said, quote, hey, sexy Scott, then 47, mm-hmm. wrote to her in prison nine months before he was elected sheriff. Uh, quote, got my blood pumping hard after reading the last two letters. Can't stop thinking of how tight it is. I want all of that and more if you can. And this is a, a police officer on duty. Yes. Um, a Clay County judge uh, ruled against the woman and other officials failed to report the allegations to either state or federal law enforcement agencies. Um, he is also uh, accused of uh, ordering a deputy, Kyle Eaves, to plant drugs in the car of a former victim. Um, just seems like a, a shitty uh, individual all around. Allegedly. Allegedly shitty individual. Um, That's apparently he is also... Uh, He has also sent inappropriate text messages to employees referring to women as, quote, hookers, heifers and hoes and suggested that a a former investigative assistant, Caitlin Wilson, and another woman should, quote, tag team him to give him oral sex. This guy with his wraparound Oakleys. Yes, without a doubt. You know, he owns them. Peace. No, he's wearing them. You see him. They're dangling off his neck. Piece of garbage. (laughs) Fuck him. Um. Yeah, that's disgusting. Absolutely. Um, so Brian, everybody, it seems, this uh, this week was talking about uh, the new Jason Aldean song, uh, Try That in a Small Town. Uh, many saying that the, uh, the lyrics and the uh, video that went along with that um, mm-hmm. were, uh, were, were racist. Um, uh, CMT country music TV actually has taken the video down. Um, it is uh, of course, extremely popular online now mm-hmm. it's up to 15 million views on YouTube. I actually uh, had a chance to watch the video earlier. Um, we have a copy of the video, no sound though. Cause we don't want to get, uh, we don't want to sure. get taken off, but Brian, uh, you, you are a bit of a country uh, Western music aficionado. Um, what, sure. is, what is your take on this song? Because uh, you've broken down the lyrics for us. Of course. Can you uh, can you start the video so I can say I'm I'm going to do Jason Aldean. Um, here we go. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light, pull a gun on on the liquor store. You think it's cool? Well, act like a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop. Like the, the rhythm. I think you're a little... Spit in his face. <laughs> stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough? We'll try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Round here we take care of our own cross that line it won't take long for you to find out i recommend you don't try hey got a gun that my granddad gave me they say one day they're gonna run up well that shit don't fly in the city good luck um i feel like he's just hitting every southern trope that you possibly yeah. can can get to um Obviously, like the so the the actual song itself came out on May nineteenth, and yeah, I think it's just your typical pandering uh, country song, just kind of hitting on you know the uh, the conservative outrage in in the country, and you know uh, back in the blue and everything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the bigger issue seems to be when the uh, 
the the music video came out, which was filmed at the uh, Maury County Courthouse uh, in Columbia, Tennessee, uh, where Henry Choate, a black teenager, was lynched and hung uh, in 1927. So that seems to be what uh, people are considering to be the most insensitive, that they feel that there is a, I guess, a quote-unquote lynching mentality in the lyrics. Um, But it really is, I guess, just false bravado. Like, this is the same guy who a week ago had to end his concert early uh, in Hartford, Connecticut, because he was so worn out from playing golf all day the day before. Sure. This is the same guy that um, ran, that fleed from um, the stage as he was performing in Las Vegas when um, uh, Stephen Weatherby um, decided to uh, take out his AK-47s and start mass shootings. Um, Jason true. Aldean, he was on stage. Um, I he did was. not see him go get his handgun and start returning fire. Um what I did not, what I did saw not get was a gun him, that his granddad no. gave him and, and start nope. firing back. Well, he, somebody tried that in a big town and um, Jason Aldean did absolutely nothing. None of his crew did anything. His band didn't do anything. They all fled for their lives. Right. Um, once again, it is just that like I think you nailed it earlier when you said false bravado. Um, it's uh, hey, you know, uh, let's back the blue because they're going to. You know, uh, you know, we're we're not going to take that lion down in our small town. Um, but shit happens all the time in small towns. Right. Just it's and just I, it's. And there's the one line around here we take care of our own. Like I grew up in a small town. Uh, people uh, don't give a shit about each other in a small town. Like that is no. a uh, that is a fallacy that is out there from like mm-hmm. many many uh, decades ago. Uh, like sure. people. Where, where I grew up are like, well, shit, I, I got to get mine and I don't care if I got to step on my neighbor to get it. Mm-hmm. But That's do what you happens feel, when you, you grow up. Do you feel the online outrage is justified based on the song and the video? No, I think that you are. Um, I think that the number of um, the number of, of, of opportunities that we as a society have to hype up rhetoric or to tamp it down. Um, I think what you're looking at is somebody on the right deciding to ramp up rhetoric. And I think the left is falling completely into that trap by sitting there saying, we need to cancel Jason Aldean. This is a racist video. Um, When it's, 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 it's painfully obvious that this is simply pandering. And it's it's not, you know, it's not a great song. I mean, musically, it's very, uh, very, uh, very basic. The lyrics are very basic. Um, it's no red sure. solo cup, right? I think you and I can both ag- agree with that. It's not up to that level of of, uh, of quality. And again, I think if with without this uh, without this outrage, um, I don't think it becomes nearly as popular as as it has become. No, obviously he puts this he puts this song out. You know where it's it's once again it is just like you know. Uh, you know, if you come down into my small town, first off, I can guarantee you, Jason Aldean does not live in a small town. No, Jason Aldean. A, his home is probably the size of a small town. Correct. He is living in a gated community. We know yeah. that. Right. Um, so he said you know, there's he's already paying for security to protect him um, and, and his family. Uh, and you know what? He's made enough money that he can. And uh, right. and I'm not sitting there saying that he should be living in a you know, down in the bayou where anybody can come get him. Um, I understand he wants security, you know, he wants to, to live. But to sit there and just say, like, you know, you try that in your small town. Well, I got a gun and I'm going to start. Um, it's, uh, you know, 
I'm sorry, but like you just you're 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 offing up you're offering up just just shit shit on toast, and you're gonna sit there and and you know really it's just you know, I didn't and this is this is the plan it's to you know just get clicks um right. to to go viral for people to talk about you. I had no idea who Jason Aldean was up until this week. Um, you know, he was performing um, at that Las Vegas concert. Um, and you know what? I forgot his name within a couple of days. Sure. I, I, I genuinely now, because of this video and the song and the outreach to it, now I know who Jason Aldean is. I wish I yeah. didn't. Again, it's I mean, it's almost more like you you trying manufacture this outrage because you know it's gonna it's gonna increase your your viral uh, ability sure. online this is one degree away from uh kid rock shooting up uh cases of bud light with his with his shotgun while turning around and selling it at his bars like it's just it is just this and, and the truth be told is there's 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 false outrage on the left as well oh sure you Without know you that. you, you you cannot sit here and only attack the right for tactics that are also happening on both sides of the social spectrum. Right now, we're just trashing Jason Aldean. We're trashing um, country music. We are trashing um, just the narrative in this country of, um, you know, vigilanteism in the face of people who are um, uh, protesting uh, for a better quality of life. Yeah, I mean, I think both sides are, are working off the same playbook at this point. Sure. That's, that's I mean, I, I've seen so many photos on TikTok of Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. Because like suddenly now now he like he's back in the um you know in the zeitgeist. Right. Um well you oh, want to talk kid, about no offense, I don't want to body shame, but Kyle Rittenhouse, whatever his name was, that kid blew up like a fat Arby's boy. <laughs> I don't like have you seen a photo of him recently? Not a recent one, no. Oh my God, he's put on. I would say at least fifty plus pounds. Like he literally looks we don't like somebody around here. Maybe you, you, I didn't say that he looks terrible. No, no, you just you just. I just said he's put on a lot of weight. He's put on a lot of weight, um, and hopefully he will give himself heart disease and die a young death. <laughs> well, maybe while of, he's down yeah. in Florida during hurricane season. Maybe, maybe uh, that'll hit him hit him straight on. Uh, speaking of talented singers, though, Brian, mm -hmm. this week um, we lost the legend, uh, Anthony Dominic Benedetto, uh, better known to his fans as Tony Bennett, passing away mm -hmm. on July 21st at the age of 96. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know of anyone who doesn't like Tony Bennett. Of course, everybody like loves you, Tony Bennett. I mean, you know, he was he, an American hero. He's he's obviously, but even just his music, everyone's like, yeah, I, I can listen to Tony Bennett. Like he's one of those just everybody across the board, multi generational talent. Sure. Um, and sure. Uh, suffering from Alzheimer's disease uh, since 2016, mm -hmm. uh, kind of uh, dropped out of the public eye over the last uh, sure. uh, six months or so. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we will uh, we will definitely miss him. Ron, do you hear what I hear? What do you hear, Brian? I hear a beat. There's I, there's a beat, a beat going on in my head. Is it this beat? I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. Oh 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 oh. Oh hold on. Oh yeah. That's right, Ron. Tony Bennett. My man. Mm, oh yeah. 
Tony fucking Bennett. This one's for you. The great American story. He just died at 96. Lived some life. Deserved all that glory. Tony Bennett. Born in Long Island City. A Queens boy. Tried and true. Would have stayed at home. But to Cali he flew. He was too busy. Stepping out. He left his heart in Frisco. Always stayed relevant. But never sang the disco. Tony loved the ladies. Had three wives. They argued a lot. But none of them threw knives. Tony got a Lifetime Achievement Award. Won over Grammys. The ladies threw brown panties. Even the grannies. Tony Bennett loved the croon because of you. He sang with Lady Gaga. She thought he was a Jew. That's right, we lost Tony Bennett, and that's making me crazy sad. His four children are mourning because he was a great dad. He faded out due to the Alzheimer's. That's where he forgets a lot of shit. So this jam goes out to Tony Bennett. Play his songs loud because his catalog is hella lit. Peace, Tony Bennett. You out. Ah, oh, Brian, some good stuff right there. What was your uh, What was your favorite uh, Tony, Bennett. Tony Bennett song? Couldn't name one. Um, I, 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 all joking aside, uh, I have to say "Stepping Out." Uh, you know, it was just one of those songs that I remember right. um, growing up in my in my parents' house. Um, that was a song that was played very often to the point where I think maybe when I was seven years old, I knew all the lyrics. Stepping out with my baby. Hey, hey, hey. Don't mean maybe. Like I knew all the words as right. a child. I didn't even know who Tony Bennett was, but I knew um, I knew his music. You, what, how about yourself? I know. I, you know, I was just about to say that, too. I think Stepping Out With My Baby is one of his. I mean, he's obviously known for, you know, Left My Heart in San Francisco, but I think Stepping sure. Out classic i mean when he was on uh what was it mtv unplugged back in the 90s i mean sure that, you know that's when he really like hit his his mainstream popularity for mm -hmm. the new generation so it was uh, it was very sad to see but i don't yeah. people keep saying oh it's such a tragedy i think if you're 96 you're you know you've you've lived a long life i don't know if you would call it a tragedy at that point He'll no be uh, it's not he definitely was sad to live a lot it's sad um, yeah. you know, suffering from Alzheimer's sad, but listen, we're not, we're not built to make it to 96. None of us are. Listen, at least she doesn't remember that he had, at least he doesn't remember that he had the Alzheimer's. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you say it's a, a tragedy when, you know, um, a, a school bus of toddlers goes off the road. Right. That's a tragedy. Um, somebody dying that. at the age of 96, I think we can all admit is sad. Um, that his glorious life came to an end, but I'm. But the man had a great ride. Yeah, without a doubt, uh, just a, a classic career, uh, life well lived. Brian, another question for yes. you. Sure. What are you watching? Oh my God! Are, do, how much time do we have left in this up in this? Because I have been. I mean, we've I'm got all at least over half hour. Okay, then we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about what I am watching. We're gonna start off with um, watch the new episode of Hijack on Apple TV. I believe it was episode five. Um, I, I'm going to say this, and I know this sounds, um, you know, uh, old, you know, it sounds like the complaints of an old man, but having to wait a, a week for an hour show, yeah. um, I find myself losing some of my 
love for the um uh for the show. Um I feel yeah, like if Netflix this was has a, really a, spoiled us in that aspect. Because it always yeah. used to be the case, you know, you would wait a week for an episode. And sure. then remember when they would do those summer cliffhangers and like sure. they'd go on they go on hiatus for like, you know, four or six weeks, whatever. And then you just have to wait. I mean, now, yes. you know, Netflix, we're used to getting fed everything right away. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, because I find like the first couple minutes of every episode, you are um, trying to remember who's what, how did last week end? Um, whereas if you can binge it, you can just knock it out. Um, but I will say this. They have done a very good job of keeping the tension. Um, yeah. It basically is a show where it's 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 not they've kind of borrowed from the uh, um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland show 24, where it's kind of. A, you know, a, a, an, an hour every episode of time in real time is moving forward. It's not as, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's, it's not as loyal to the clock in the right. same way that 24 was. However, um, each, you know, it's a seven hour flight that they are um, telling the story of, and there are seven episodes. I believe we just watched five, so I believe there's two hours left. Um, but really, it is just, um, uh, you feel the tension. Yeah, so if I, you've got I think Apple it's one TV, of the better shows that have been on Apple TV this yes, year. I absolutely agree with you. Um, also on Apple TV, I knocked out season two of Slow Horses, starring um, Gary Oldham. I highly recommend it to anybody okay. who is into British. If you're into British spy stories, um, it is uh, two seasons uh, that they've got there. He really is just a fine actor, and you can even see in this show. He's not even really trying, you know, like you watch uh, a true romance, you know, over oh, the yeah. top. You watch him in JFK over the top. Um, what was the uh, not bad lieutenant? What was the one with the uh, little girl with Natalie Portman? The, um, professional. the professional. Leon. Um, he was so over the top in that one. He just literally plays a over the hill um, British spy master who is. Um, you know, counting the days down and keeps getting dragged into um, uh, more stories. I also watched a documentary called The Deepest Breath on Netflix. How was that? I saw a preview for that this week. How was it? Are you into watching people voluntarily hold their breath for four minutes as they dive 100 meters into the ocean um, with zero um, oxygen assistance? Um. I mean, in a way it is like, I think uh, it was about a year or so ago. We watched that climbing documentary where people just did the free climbing up the the side of like ridiculous Mm -hmm. mountains. Like, I feel it's very similar to that. Like people are just trying to do things um, that you really should have safety equipment for, but they don't. There is absolutely no safety equipment. This literally is um, people will, um, you know, they'll measure down how far the rope goes. So this way they know when you get to the bottom of the rope, there is um, a mechanism there where you have to pull a tag that okay. shows you were down there. Hold on to the tag, at which point you zoom back to the surface. Um, basically, at the last 20 or 30 meters, um, and I really hate using the metric system here because I'll be <laughs> honest with you, and I'm assuming everybody watching the show right now who knows me will understand that I absolutely have zero idea how deep 30 meters is. I, I, I just couldn't tell you. But at 30 meters is where they start to have the safety um, assistance divers who basically you go down and um, they wait like two or three minutes. And then the safety divers go down to kind of help you um, rise to the surface. Um, people die during this oh, sport. Sure. It's, I'm sure. it's, it's, 
it's not lame. It's not, um, you know, they're not fooling around. But it, it starts off just it, if you really want to have a, a, a good play of anxiety, it always starts off with um, that's why we have Matt. OK, Matt is the one who can Google stuff for us. But it literally starts off with this Italian woman at the surface just rolling over and going down. And the camera is probably, I would say, maybe, um, you know, 10 to 15 meters away from her. Um, and you literally see her as she's sinking down and you can see the movement of the rope um, because every meter they have a, a, a little black tape to denote that she's gone down another meter. And as she is sinking, in, as she is de um, descending into the water, first off, you're thinking of the, um, the Titan, uh, the right. submersible. You're thinking, holy cow, this is what it's like going down in the water. But you actually see what she starts off with at the surface. It's very lit. You know, you're, the sun's out. The water is see-through. Not lit like, not lit like off the chain. Like no, 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 no. Like, like literally, like, yes. Um, okay. And then as she starts descending, the water gets darker and darker and darker, and you realize that two minutes have gone by, and this person has not breathed. They can't. They would just drown immediately. So then they have to stop, turn around, and come back up. Um, and you realize just how many breaths you've taken in that time. Uh, I, if you feel like a little bit of anxiety, watch that um, okay. because it will kick in. I also watched three episodes of Dark Side of the Ring season four. I don't know if you've watched any of it, but I watched episodes I, on um, Junkyard Dog, Adrian Adonis, and Abdullah the Butcher, who were all, all three legends. wrestlers all who were – yeah. Not only were they legends, but they also happened to have been wrestling when I was into wrestling as a early teen. So, like, yeah. I knew who Adrian Adonis was. I, you know, uh, had no idea the story behind him. Um, I always thought of him as a, uh, you know, as a mediocre name, um, you know, slightly, uh, you know, not quite um, acrobatic at the time or didn't have the physique that a lot of the wrestlers at the time were. Um, but you just, holy cow, Abdullah the Butcher, he was one of those guys where, like, every fight people were just drowning in blood. Um, so it was gory. I'll, I'll binge watch uh... – this uh, season, uh, I watched the first three seasons uh, during the pandemic, so this one is actually quite good. Also, um, I mentioned I watched uh, Mission Impossible today, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, have to come back in a year, June of 24, when Part 2 comes out. Um, enjoyable, uh, okay. hard to follow, kind of all over the place, but it was an action movie, so you're going to get yeah, what you want. Mission Impossible, you know what you're getting. Sure. Last but not least, on um, HBO Max, I watched uh, Last Call, when a serial killer stalked queer New York. And it is the, um, it's a four-part documentary. Two parts are already out. I believe part three might be coming out tonight. Um, we're yeah. recording this Sunday night. But it takes place in the, um, uh, in the 80s, uh, when, um, when homosexual uh, New York was still um, in many ways um, off the radar, um, a dark secret. Um, you know, uh, uh, they, they were just, you know, during the time um, they are, uh, the, as a community, they are finally understanding the power that they collectively have, um, that the days of, um, you know, being uh, afraid uh, to, to, to be who they were um, is starting to pass. And you've got, uh, as so far in the first two episodes, there are three uh, members of the uh, gay community in New York who are um, uh, last seen at uh, pickup bars 
and are found dismembered in seven different body pieces, in seven different bags, um, uh, uh, literally thrown out in garbage cans um, throughout the Northeast. Uh, one was in Jersey, one was in Pennsylvania. Not sure where the other one was, um, but it literally was, you know, um, so I've knocked out two episodes. Uh, right. So I'm interested in seeing how, how that goes. Ron, what are you yes. watching? Um, so what, what, I mean, watching hijack, obviously, I think it's one of the better, uh, better shows on right now, uh, was watching the bear kind of put that off to the side of it. Cause I think that's, I don't know. It's one you have to kind of get through the first half of the season to stick with. I feel it's so. a slow, it's a slow grab, but once it, yeah. but it does grab you, give it a, don't okay. give up on it. Like I need to be in the mood to watch it. And I, I wasn't yes. the past week. Uh, one show that I, I slept on last year, uh, the old man. Uh, on FX with Jeff Bridges. Um, it was, uh, I think it was on FX originally, and now it's on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. Excellent show. Um, it's got uh, Judge Amy, can't remember the actress's name, um, but it is, you know, basically uh, Jeff Bridges is a uh, ex CIA guy, uh, was fighting over in Kabul um, and like basically disappeared uh from public view like 30 years ago and now is being dragged out of retirement I, i'm mm-hmm. four episodes in just well done i mean jeff bridge is really a great actor uh but a mm-hmm. great show as well so i'd recommend the old man um i watched a documentary on hulu also called betrayal the perfect husband um so basically you know it's a, a three episode docuseries about this woman who was you know, married to the quote unquote perfect man uh, who she found out was just having sex with everybody, um, mm-hmm. including apparently sexually assaulting a student of his. Um, was he was and, he an Italian janitor? He was not. He was uh, he was oh. a, a, a film studies teacher in high in high school. Oh, of course. Uh, they're, those guys are the creeps. It was it was an interesting story. But it was it was a three episode docuseries that probably could have run an hour. It was yeah. very much stru- you know we got it. like after a while I was like all right we get it guy's a piece of shit and the and the wife yeah. had no idea what was going on we get it mm-hmm. we get it a- Amy Amy Brenneman yeah also in uh, the old man um, and then another movie that came out last year uh, B J Novick played Ryan on The Office uh, a movie called Vengeance. Um, it is about a uh, a writer uh, living in New York City. He's trying to come up with an idea for a podcast. He ends up uh, getting uh, called to attend the funeral of a, a girl that he had hooked up with a few times, but the family thought he was her boyfriend. So he has to go to like this remote part of Texas and mm-hmm. uh, the family thinks that she was killed. She overdosed, but the, the family thinks she was killed. And so the story just kind of goes from there. Um Great acting from everybody in the cast. I don't remember all of them. It was BJ Novick, Ashton Kutcher's in there. Um, it, it speaks to the condition of society as a whole, um, but just a very well thought out, very well written, very well acted movie um, with mm-hmm. kind of a surprising ending. So um, I would say, you know, if you have a, if you had an hour and 50 minutes, uh, go watch Vengeance. Interesting. Okay. And uh, I think that's all I watched in the past week. Sounds like you was. Uh, I definitely know myself. I don't know why, but it feels like I watched um, uh, more stuff this week. I started watching a few different things and just couldn't stick with it. Like it feels like mm-hmm. there is a uh, a lack of 
of good content right now. Like there's always sure. a shit ton of content, but there's just a lack of anything overly interesting right now. Yeah, but one of the things that you have that that that's where that's going to hurt you is um, is that you watch a lot of stuff like as it comes out. Whereas, right. like I know I myself, I I will in so many cases watch something that you recommended months ago. You know, so I'm so far behind, and you know I have so many things to choose from and whatnot. Or I think you very much are, um, you know, new releases what came out this week and and. So if, if things start to slow down a bit, I think that's going to hurt you. Well, that's why I, you know, I, that's why I keep um, Rockmeyer on the uh, back burner. So eventually, like, yeah, as, yeah. as this, uh, as the SAG after strike and the writer's strike, you know, really drags on, I will have Rockmeyer in my back pocket, fired up, ready to go. How much Brockmeyer did you watch? Um, I don't believe I watched any. So I, I made I, it through a season. That. Yeah. I've got that to get to get into still. I think that might be some interesting Patreon um, content when we watch Brockmire. Oh, speaking of Patreon, I would like to hold on. You uh, talk for a second, Ron, because there is a author. I'll talk. There is an author that I am now following. Um, on Patreon or just what, in general? No, uh, there, there is an author of books. It's Mills, I believe, with a Z. Um, Mills here we go. No, Quan Mills, the author. Um, if you guys are anywhere near a computer or your phones, look up Quan Mills, Q-U-A-N-M-I-L-L-Z. I'm going to be doing an audio book. <laughs> yes, I remember Quan um, Mills now. Okay, so Quan Mills writes books. They're short stories, let's be brutally honest. Um... And uh, you can, uh, I think the books are probably about $2 on um, Amazon, but I'll read some of the, um, I'm going to do a, a Patreon pool, uh, a poll. Uh, so some of the names of their, of uh, Quan Mills's books on Amazon are This Hoe Got Roaches in Her Crib. Um, there's an N-word, uh, Got a Small Dick. I'm not saying that. Pastors Eat Pussy Too. Um, old thought next door. My psycho baby daddy. CNA thought thoughts. My baby mama is a loser. When a bad bish and a savage link up. An urban romance standalone. So there, these are urban stories. Sure. Um, the coldest thug ever. Um, uh, gutta chicks do gutta things. Anyway, I'm gonna do. I haven't done this in a long time, but. Um, before I go away on tour with LOA, I'm going to do an audio book for right. one of Quan Mill's stories. So, Ron, do you think we should do a poll on Patreon where people pick the one that I'm going to do an audio book for? Do you think I that think we just so. let them make their the own thing, decisions? Like, like if, it, if it were me, like I would if say – If it were me. If it were me, right. I would say, Brian, do closed legs, don't get fed, too, um, because one was just kind of derivative. But I think, two, he Correct. really – um, he really did that, uh, did that a lot of justice. Um, or God forgives the streets don't like I would go with one. But again, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Patreon subscriber, but we really need to leave it to um, leave it to the, the fans to really sure. decide. Unfortunately, people, my boyfriend beats me, but I still love him unavailable right now. It's unavailable on um, on Amazon. So please do not vote for it. 
Now, I will um, mention yeah. that Dirty Dogs and Thirsty Thoughts 2 uh, is available uh, for free on Kindle Unlimited. But I don't have Kindle Unlimited. Well, you can get a you can get a free trial and therefore get it for free. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So here, three hundred and seventy eight pages. That is a that is a book and a half. I'm hoping those are short pages. But that's yes, legit. Absolutely, that is a legit. I do right now. My heart goes to this hoe got roaches in her crib. Kindle edition here. Just so you guys want to know what what my what I mean what with a title like this hoe got roaches in her crib, Ron. What do you think the story the what do you think the meat of the story is? I, I'm going to say that there is a woman, probably one of the main characters of the story, and uh, her house or apartment. Don't know where she lives exactly. Uh, there's an infestation of roaches. Okay. Now, r- right off the bat, I'm going to tell you that Quan Mills. If I had to, if I had, if I was a betting man, you know, I'm not. If I was a betting man, I would say, um, oh, hold on. I can get it for free. It says, buy now. Kindle price, zero. Um, uh, this is written by a white racist. <laughs> so you're I, saying Quan Mills I, may not actually exist. I'm saying Quan Mills is a pseudonym, and it could be a white racist. Because here's the – just this is the write-up for this whole got You're saying Clayton story. Bigsby might be the actual author. Right. Correct. Austin Watkins, 35 and a single father, finds himself in a precarious situation. Currently locked up in Chicago's Cook County Jail, he knows that Fred Quisha, the trifling mother of his only daughter, is a despicable, careless, and reckless thought. Thought, people, if you don't know what thought means, that hoe over there. It's an acronym. Who is the antithesis of caring, loving, black motherhood. Wanting to see her son gain full redemption from his current situation, Dolores Watkins, better known as Miss Watkins, is also hell-bent on rescuing Austin's six-year-old daughter, Maya, from the clutches of relentless psychological, emotional, and physical abuse she suffers at the hands of Fred Quisha. Hoping her son works hard to change the course of his life for the betterment of his daughter, Mrs. Watkins explores the possibility of challenging Fred Quisha's custody of Maya. But as she navigates the complex red tape filled bureaucracy of child welfare services, Mrs. What this is the audiobook in itself. I don't even need to fucking do anything. She decides to take things into her own hands and is willing to put her life on the line for the salvation of her granddaughter. Fred Quisha Pierce, a native of the dangerous Englewood, Chicago, could give two shits about the welfare of her daughter. Her mission in life is simple get money, smoke weed, and ride bomb dick. Nothing more, nothing like. There's no way somebody <laughs> legit would write this. After meeting a potential new bay, Fred Quisha needs to make some lifestyle changes so she can upgrade her Section 8 squalor living situation. This is written by a racist white man. I know that. However, a looming pregnancy threatens to unravel her plans for a big come up. This book is another episodic chronicle born out of the dark, gritty social drama storytelling talent of urban fiction mastermind Quan Mills. This hoe got roaches in her crib will deliver a gut-punching blow to those who don't understand the many trials and tribulations single fathers go through to rescue their children from manipulative, ratchet women who use the family court system to their advantage. Well, keep an so eye you guys out on wanna... social media. Yeah. We will put a poll up uh, so you can choose uh, which audiobook yes. you would like Brian Ooh. to do for you. Ali's, Ali's bringing the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, SAT words. Nom de plume. Nom de plume. But yeah, I feel like an audiobook is uh is is upcoming from me. 
I'm excited. I am I am ready for it, Brian. I don't know about you, but I am ready for it. I think it'll be fun. Anything going uh, on in your life, Ron, that you uh, want to well, talk about? I just, uh, nothing in particular, but I would like to get to one of our more popular segments. Ooh, but the sure, drag sure. queens are the uh, problem. Um, gotcha. We've got a couple of stories this week. We're going to start out uh, in California, in uh, Ventura County, where a minister and former teacher has been charged with multiple felony counts of child abuse, including accusations that he tried to meet up with a 15-year-old girl for sex. Uh, That would be Barry Fike, 67, of Fillmore, was arrested on Monday following an investigation by the Ventura County Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force. Uh, He is a minister at Fillmore Church of Christ. He pleaded not guilty to all charges. Uh, He became Mm -hmm. a subject of an investigation uh, recently when he allegedly started communicating online with a person that he believed to be a 15-year-old girl. Um, The Ventura County DA's office said in a news release that, quote, the conversations were sexual in nature and Fike allegedly shared explicit photos of himself with the victim, who was actually an undercover officer. Uh, Fike, has previously taught at Oaks Christian High School, as well as served as a visiting professor at Pepperdine University. Um, He is due in court again on July 27th, but remains in custody at this time with bail set at $150,000. But Brian, the drag queens that are the problem. Ron, it's the drag queens that are the problem. It is the drag queens that are the problem. Uh, we have another story, Brian, going out to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Not shocking. Uh, a government relations employee with the Alabama Department of Education has been charged with sexual abuse of a child less than 12. This is Cole God Wagner. Age 32 of Montgomery was arrested this past Wednesday on the charge. He was arrested uh, and bond was set at $60,000. The indictment served down from a grand jury says that he subjected another person less than 12 to sexual contact. Uh, The charge is a class B felony, which can carry a sentence anywhere from two years to 20 years uh, in prison. Seems like two years. Not not enough. Uh, fortunately, Not enough at uh, all. Alabama Not Department enough. of Education uh, terminated his employment effective immediately. Um, no other word yet as to um, when he uh, if he made bail or when his next court case will be. Uh, but yeah, Brian, some damn drag queens that are the problem trying to indoctrinate their children. Oh, you speak about what's going on in my life. We uh, speaking of which we went to a drag and burlesque show uh, in no PA at the Royal Music Hall. Uh, myself, my wife, uh, Jardy's good friends of the podcast, as we all you know. You went with the Jardy's? Um, we went with the Jardy's. So they were having uh, they were having an evening event there on Friday night called Burlesque and Drag in the Burbs. Uh, more mm-hmm. burlesque than drag, but there were a couple of drag performers there. Uh, very entertaining. Okay. I, I had a good time. A good time was had by all, Brian. Um, and I think that's important. I think it's important that a good time is had by all. Well, if I mean, um, if it's by walk some, me through it's not, what was what was some of the um, uh, high points and low points of your burlesque and drag show? 
Um, I mean, low points, we did not win uh, the raffle they had toward the end of the evening. Uh, high points, uh, Marty, uh, super fan of the podcast, um, super winning, fan. A, uh, winning a dance contest on stage. No shit. And uh, she got a free drink and a foot fetish coloring book. Question, is she going to be um, this coloring book? I mean, I think if you want it as a housewarming gift, I mean, she might be willing to send it your way. Janelle wants to know, what was the raffle? Uh, the raffle was, there was like some gift cards. There were some tickets to some different uh, events in the area. Um, but yeah, we did not win. That's a shame. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry to hear that. But there were some some very good uh, song performances. Uh, mm. One of the uh, one of the drag uh, performers, um, she did uh, Bruce Willis um, as like a whole, like she did like a Die Hard Pulp Fiction mashup as part of her stage show. So it was fun. It was mm -hmm. just it was a good time, Brian. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we had brought some show. I mean, the the price of admission was um, a child who you had to course, handcuff course, to a chair close to the stage course. to be indoctrinated and groomed and everything else. Of course, um, of course, so, of course. You know, they had to turn up the do. sound at times to cover the screams of the children. Um, but other than yeah. that, I think everyone had a very good time. So, Ron, uh, on leaving, did you order any pizzas? Did you did you get a pepperoni pizza? We... we uh, we uh we said we'll be in the basement getting our pie. Oh, you love your pizza. Mm, wang. Mm, wang, 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 wang. No, no. Ron, I will time say to this. fuck around. Oh, what were you going to say? Sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, you want to talk about another beef of the week. As I said to sure. the wife, I'm like, why don't we Uber over? Because we were getting dinner at, at a brewery next to where the show was. I was like, why don't we just Uber over? So you don't have to, none of us have to worry about driving. She's like, oh no, I'm not going to drink. Uh, I'll drive. So we drive over and sure enough, we end up leaving her car there and Ubering home because she had one too many. I love your wife. I do too. I she do is too. a, she is a fun person to party with. Um, uh, she's a, and we've always said sprinter, not a marathon runner. No. When it comes and to was, um, Mrs. Ron and her alcohol intake. We love that. This, this was definitely, but Brian, you want to get in some fuck around and find out. I, I need, I need some fuck around and find out. I know we're already at the hour mark, but we have got such good stories for fuck around and find out. Um, and of course my computer has to freeze up at this exact moment. So let me see if I can. Okay. So we're going to, I'll start off the first one while you, right. um, while you started off with um, all the way from Chicago. Uh, you know me, I love a good Chicago story. Jonathan Banks was 32. I'm using past tense as you have an idea how this story is going to end. Um, CBS Chicago's reporting, a Chicago man died when he sliced open his arm while punching the front window of a bar he was being tossed out of um, earlier this week. Jonathan Banks, 32, pronounced it dead at the emergency room of Vista Medical Center East. He injured himself at a bar um, after he got into a verbal altercation with another person, had to be escorted out by security. Apparently, he was angry um, at being escorted out, obviously. Um, right. Then he allegedly used his fist to punch out the window of the bar's front door, resulting in several arm lacerations, um, which caused uh, massive bleeding. Police responded to a call at around 2 a.m., 
Unfortunately, Mr. Banks did not survive as he bled out. Um, fuck around and find out, Mr. Jonathan Banks. You found out. Don't punch a glass window. Always good advice. Always good advice. Also, uh, if, if you are in a, uh, a national park and you see a wild animal, uh, steer clear mm -hmm. as a, uh, a woman from Arizona found out in Yellowstone National Park uh, as she visited uh, the wildlife sanctuary with a friend. Uh, she and her friend were walking through a field uh, on the north shore of Lake Yellowstone when they came across two bison, um, one of which uh charged at the woman i didn't realize bison can run three times faster than humans up to 35 Jesus. miles an hour uh charged and gored the woman uh she suffered significant injuries to her chest and abdomen uh she was airlifted to eastern idaho regional medical center via uh via helicopter um and but unfortunately uh well it actually it doesn't say it doesn't say if she died from her injuries or not just that she was gored so uh no update yet on her condition mm -hmm. Um, going to the sky around Brian. and find out, you know, the skies are crazy right now, Brian. I don't know if mm -hmm. anyone would want to crazy. fly anywhere right now. Uh, but you have a, uh, a United Airlines passenger, uh, who was kicked off a flight after complaining about his meal choice. Of course, he went viral on TikTok and, and other social media out there. Uh, he, uh, was on United flight 20 going on a rant that included saying, fuck you, calling flight attendants douches and filming a customer service manager while threatening that he would wind up on Fox news over the incident. Shocking that that was the one that the, the news outlet T would yeah. say. Yeah, uh, yeah, so the man yeah. was reportedly upset that even though uh, he paid a thousand dollars for his ticket, attendants wouldn't serve him the first course of his meal while the plane was still on the runway. Um, so apparently uh, he was uh, he they, they took off. He was a pain in mm -hmm. the ass. Uh, the plane made it about two and a half hours into the flight before pilots were forced to land in Chicago and remove him. Mm. Now, um, what, is that the way one normally should behave? I would think not. No, I would think not. This is also interesting because it had so much fuel because it was trying to go from Houston to Amsterdam. The mm -hmm. flight was too heavy to safely land and it had to circle O'Hare until it burned off enough fuel uh, to be able to land. You would think they would just keep going to like Ooh. another airport. If they're going to Amsterdam, just keep flying east. But, all right. Thanks. So again, he uh, ruined his own trip and uh, ruined the trip for other people as well. Right. Uh, Brian, I know that you are a fan of Texas TikToker, um, sassy trucker. You have uh, you have often shared uh, her videos with me. She's I, so I good. She's so good. My, tried to keep it off my timeline, but you keep sending it. Well, she is now. Every time I run, every time I see one of her, I just scream out loud. Every time I see that that sassy trucker is posted, I'm all. I just I, I have to scream. So she is trapped in Dubai and faces two mm -hmm. years in prison for screaming at the employee of a rental car agency. Uh, this is Tierra Allen, as we said, known better to our 182,800 followers, of which Brian is one, as Sassy yep. Trucker. Uh, she has been stuck in the country since uh, authorities took away her passport uh, 
Um, apparently there was a verbal argument between herself and the manager of a local car rental shop when she stopped in to pick up her personal belongings. This is all the way back in April. So she is still stuck in Dubai after three months. Um, no word yet as to when she might get her passport back or be able to leave the country. Uh, but you fucked around a bit, which you don't do in Dubai. You specifically do not do in Dubai if you're a female, because they really don't treat uh, women well over in the uh, UAE over there. So not a, not a good call. And then our final fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Goes to the 16 individuals uh, that had charges filed against them this week by Michigan Attorney General Dana mm-hmm. Nessel. Um, these were 16 people who signed paperwork falsely claiming that President mm-hmm. Donald Trump had won the 2020 election in Michigan as part of a scheme to overturn the results. Um, so they are now all facing these charges, uh, multiple, multiple of them uh, admitting to it. So this should be a fairly easy prosecution, as most of these individuals um, have gone on record as being proud of what they did. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um um, they fucked around, Brian, and it feels like they most certainly they found uh, out. We'll find out. Fuck them. Right, well, Fuck them all. I, I, Brian, I hope they all end up in jail. A great episode, top to bottom. But we're not done. If we're not you done. Are a I'm not going anywhere. Subscriber, uh, our mm-hmm. after dark will start in about 21 minutes. If you are not a Patreon subscriber, what the hell are you thinking? Go to ronandbrianpodcast.com. Click on the upper right-hand corner where it says uh, join, become a patron. And if you join at the $10 level or higher, you get to join us live after dark on YouTube Mm -hmm. later this evening. It's the saucier stories that we don't get to. Um, Sassy trucker, borderline. Not even worth it. But not worth it. it She she doesn't warrant. She does not warrant after dark noon. So we've got, we've got stories for after dark. Yeah. So, uh, join if you get signed up in the next 20 minutes we will get you the link uh brian mm-hmm. any uh any last words before we close out uh this episode of our podcast listen this has been um a very trying week um you know uh, huge pockets of america are, are are practically boiling sweltering um people are suffering we've got um uh waters in the gulf of mexico um, dangerously high. Please, God, if you're listening, Latin Florida with fucking hurricanes. Um, but more importantly, Ron, is the fact that you and your wife are safe. Um, I miss the hell out of you too. Can't wait to see you again. Um, and also, um, if you if you have an Amazon account, go to a- Amazon, look up Quan Mills, um, and let's let's pick a story because. When I go to, we're going to go over to Patreon um, momentarily, and I already have a copy of this hoe got roaches in her crib. Nice. I'm going to read a couple paragraphs of it. That shit was was zero dollars. Amazon's just giving away copies of <laughs> this hoe got roaches in her crib, and if you want to hear me read this ho this hoe's got roaches in her crib, go to Patreon right now. Sign up, support for as little as five dollars a month. People, we're not asking for a lot of money. It is just not a way to help Ron and I offset the costs of this podcast. StreamYard isn't free. A website is not free. Podcast hosting is not free. Our cocaine YouTube channel free. is free. Matt is certainly not free in his cocaine. 
Um, so we are going to, um, you know, uh, Ron and I, we, we, we go through our, our um, every month, we go through our pockets. We sit there and say, we are going to prop up this podcast. Um, also, every month, $25 is going to go to a charity of whoever right. wins. Can you beat Ron or can you beat Brian? I believe we've got um, can you beat Ron coming up later on this month. No, can you beat Brian? Can you beat Brian is coming up. Next yeah. Sunday is our pajama yes. party, which last Sunday of each month, we have our Patreon subscribers come on to the show with us and mm -hmm. take one of us on in a trivia contest. And uh, if you beat one of us, uh, $25 goes to your favorite charity. And usually I pay a lot more than $25 for somebody to beat me. hey All right, all let's right. close it out. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, for those folks that listen to the free podcast, we will catch you again next Sunday. Patreon folks, we will catch you in a few minutes. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again.